Hello, gorgeous. Welcome to Blissfully Bloom. I'm Tori, your host, and this podcast was created to inspire women to transform their mindset, blossom from within, and be unafraid to be their authentic selves. Get ready to grow, evolve, and bloom. Hello, beautiful. In this episode, I am going to go over motivation and I'm going to discuss two different types of motivation, how we can increase our levels of motivation, and what to do when your motivation levels drop and how to increase them back up again. And then I will also go over a little bit of some tips and tricks to really get your motivation flowing and grooving and vibing. Alright, so let's first start off with this question. What is motivation? Well, motivation is that drive you feel within yourself to accomplish something, to get something done, and to actually act upon your desired outcome, whatever that looks like. If you want to have a painting session, you are going to take those necessary steps to do that painting session. If you want to start a business, you are going to be motivated to take that action, to take that necessary action and get those steps completed so that you can have your business started and up and running. Even as simple as brushing your teeth or making your breakfast, making your bed, those simple little actions or even waking up in the morning, you need a little bit of drive, that little bit of why factor to do those things. There are two different types of motivation that we're going to discuss really shortly. So let's first dive into external motivation. Now, when a person has external motivation, they really find that drive to do the things that they want to do outside of themselves, whether that be from an award, from praise, or from money. It's something external that is driving them to do those things. This comes into play when we were in elementary school. You sat down on your desk. The teacher told you the assignments for the day. Most of the time, the teachers had external rewards in place, such as stickers, treasure box, or, you know, even thumbs up, whatever that may be, whatever they used and their system that they used and their reward system, they used that as a motivation factor for you to get your things done, to get your assignments done. And I mean, honestly, I'm going to go into this a little bit, but I honestly feel that that almost conditioned us to believe that in order to do things, in order to get things complete, there must be some type of external reward for me to even do that. And that's when it becomes a little bit, um, I would say, unhealthy. That's an unhealthy motivation drive when that is all that you seek because you can't rely on everything outside of yourself. The only thing that you can rely on is 
you is you. You are the person that you can rely on most. Your external circumstances, you have no control over your external circumstances and whether or not you're even going to receive those rewards. So, for example, you may, let's say that you you started a new job and it's teaching. You, you are a brand new teacher. You go into work and there are necessary tasks to complete. You must make lessons. You have to, you know, you have to have classroom management skills. You have to be able to have time management skills as well. There's a lot that goes into being a teacher and to maintaining a healthy and a safe learning environment for the students. So if you become a teacher, you cannot become a teacher and expect to get handed off a sticker every single time you get a task done. Or you can't expect the principal to come walking into your room and handing you treats and goodies. You can't expect that. You just have to get those tasks done But the same goes for other professions, for other careers. You can't expect your boss to come walking into your room, giving you a pat on the back every single time that you complete a task. It's got to be up to you. And here is the second motivator, and that is intrinsic motivation. When you have intrinsic motivation, you are motivated solely because of the fulfillment, the personal fulfillment, the personal reward that you feel within yourself that you know you will feel after you have accomplished whatever it is, whatever is on your mind, whatever you need to get done. Let's go back to the elementary school days of when you had all those tests and you had to study for them, you had to learn all those skills. Now, you may have gone in the external motivation direction and studied to make good grades, to get that good grade in itself and to make your parents proud. You studied solely for that praise from your parents or from your teachers or solely for that grade, just for that A or for that B, whatever grade that you wanted, you studied solely for that. Or you can go into the intrinsic motivation direction and you didn't study for other people's praises or external validation. You studied because you felt a personal reward within yourself. Because when you study and you get those good grades, you feel good about yourself. You feel more confident. Your confidence levels increase. You just, you feel proud of yourself and you're motivated by that. You're motivated to get the sense of proudness for yourself. Now, now in modern days, let's take this scenario into modern days for intrinsic motivation For me specifically, I have this intrinsic motivation within myself, specifically for my habits and routines, my morning rituals and my night rituals. I feel more pain when I don't do those things. Here's how I know I'm internally motivated for those routines, for those habits and rituals. I'm internally motivated because 
I feel so off and so not like myself when I skip, when I choose to skip and make excuses for myself instead of just doing it and completing those rituals, diving into them, taking time for myself. And here is how you can develop the sense of intrinsic motivation within yourself. Because, I mean, it's not a bad thing to want external rewards. For example, you may work at your job, work at your job and work and continue to go to work to get that external reward of the income that you're seeking. That's not a bad thing to want, but it becomes a kind of unhealthy habit for us when that is all that we seek and that is all that motivates us. Because here's the thing, on the weekends when you maybe don't have to go to work, what is motivating you there? Are you still looking for those external rewards to get things done? Well, here's how you start to move into internal motivation. You start to discover that it's your own motivating factor. There's nothing else that is motivating you beside yourself and that in itself feels good. And it may feel more aligned to you because then you feel more in control. It doesn't matter what anything else is happening outside of yourself. You still do the things that you are going to do and you make you hold yourself accountable to your own promises to yourself, that is enough. You alone are enough to do the things that you want to do. And the more that you do the things that you want to do, the more trust for yourself builds. You start to love yourself more. You start to trust yourself more. And you don't need external validation to prove yourself to others because you know that you alone are enough. And it's easier said than done. I realize that. But the more that you practice internal motivation, the more that it becomes easier. And you begin to naturally be drawn to internal motivation. I wasn't always internally motivated, especially with my habits and routines. I had to let uh, my boyfriend Cooper know, hey, guess what I did today? Guess what I did today? I did my habits. I did my routines. I know I had to constantly make sure that he knew so that he can, you know, give me a little pat on the back. Like, good job, good job for doing your habits and your routines today. Good job. Now, I don't need that anymore. I just do them because I know that I'm aligned to this version of myself. I... What pushes me in that direction to do my rituals is my hardcore driven why now. And it's a why that I created, that I made for myself. It's not anybody else's why but myself. It's my internal why. If you are so inclined to to have that external motivation within you, then it's going to take time to be internally motivated. But start simple. Start with a simple task 
make it really simple for yourself and you know don't assign any reward to it don't assign any external reward just do it simply because you know that it's going to benefit you you know that you're going to find fulfillment in completing it there doesn't have to be any other external factor within your task within completing it and the more that you show up for yourself in that way the more that you are going to do this in the future for example let's say that let's go and take the painting session for an example now you may have bought yourself some paints and expected that to be what motivates you expecting the sight of the canvas board and the paints is going to be what motivates you but here's the thing I actually bought a whole set of paints and some canvases at uh, Michael's and they sat in my closet for I don't know probably a month and I didn't even open them those external things didn't motivate me that is not my why that is not why I bought them. I didn't buy those materials to just stare at them just as a decoration. That's not why I bought them. There has to be something else that drives you to actually take out all of the rest of your paint supplies, be willing to make the time to actually paint, and then be willing to clean up after the the, uh, fun and the creativity and inspiration. So maybe to be internally motivated, you want to do these painting sessions for yourself to increase your knowledge and your painting abilities so that you can be a better painter. It's not because you want to prove yourself to anybody else. You just want to increase your skills and that can be a motivating factor, an intrinsic motivating factor in itself when you have that certain dream in mind to increase your painting skills. I actually, what I actually did was started a marble pour sessions and I haven't done this in a while, but I really want to get back into it. But basically, I looked at all these different marble pour painting techniques and I just want to try all of them. I just want to, you know, it's it's almost like you are allowed to be curious whenever you are doing these marble pours. And that's what I love about it. It's kind of that opportunity to be a child again and to have fun, play, have this freedom of just allowing the paint to move in whatever direction that you feel that it needs to move and there's no structure involved that is what motivates me because it is this internal feeling of allowing my inner child to come out again and that is what motivates me to do my marble pours now that you know about external and internal motivation and how you can move to being more internally motivated, let us now discuss how you increase your motivation levels. Now, if I were to ask you, how motivated are you in life? 
in general, from a scale of one to 10, one being not motivated at all, 10 being extremely motivated, where would you lie in that scale? Now, once you have that number set in stone, please do not beat yourself up about it if it's not where you want it to be because your motivation levels, they're going to fluctuate. They're going to they're going to change and they have the ability to change. So that's what we're going to discuss now is how to increase your levels of motivation. Depending on what you want to be motivated for, it's going to help you and be in your benefit to schedule that in, to schedule whatever it is that you want done into your calendar. Because most of the time, if it doesn't end up in our calendar, we're more inclined to make excuses for ourselves to just be like, oh, you know, it's not really in the to-do list today, so I'm just going to do it tomorrow. And then you do the same thing again tomorrow, and it just continues on and on. And it becomes a pattern for yourself to not hold on to your promises, to not keep your promises to yourself. That becomes a pattern. And so when you start to schedule it into your planner or you schedule it into your calendar, you remind yourself to get it done. And that in itself is a contract. When you sign or physically put the pen to paper and write what you want to get done, that in itself is a, is a contract, a promise to yourself to be motivated to do it. That is saying, okay, that is our chance to be motivated and I'm going to live up to that motivation. I'm going to get this done today. And now there's a difference between putting 30 things in your calendar and four to five. Start small because we don't want to burn ourselves out here because you want to set yourself up for success. And when we overwhelm ourselves with all of these to-do lists and all of the things that we want to get done, and then we don't end up doing every single thing on our list, it only makes us feel a bit like we're going to fail again. We don't want to feel like that. We want to set ourselves up for success. So Start with a few things. Start really, really simple and then maybe add a few things more after that. When you, when you know that you have just got it handled and you know exactly what you need to do and you just do it for that one task and you found that groove and you found your flow, then move on to the next task. Now, A second way to build your motivation is to find your inner, deeper why. I did mention this a little bit, but I wanted to dive into what exactly I mean by that. Now, every single thing that you do, you have an inner why. Why do you eat? Why do you sleep? Why do you brush your teeth? All of those things are for your survival. That is your why. You need to eat to survive. You need to sleep to survive. You need to, yes, even brush your teeth to survive. 
because fun fact, your oral hygiene actually predicts the um, lifespan, your lifespan. So yeah, even brushing your teeth leads to your own survival. What about those things that you know for a fact they're not going to determine whether or not you survive or whether or not you live for a long time? What about those things that are your dreams and goals, such as going out for some walks, working out, or simply traveling more, getting outside of your comfort zone, maybe even starting a YouTube channel, a podcast, writing your own book? What about those things that are not necessarily for your survival? What you need to do there, and I absolutely recommend, is finding your why. Your why is going to be different for different aspects of your life. Your why will be different for why you start a YouTube channel, or why you write a book, or why you start a business. If you find it hard to stick to your promises and increase your motivation levels, find that inner why. And here's an example. Let's say that you want to start a podcast, okay? And you ask yourself why first. The first why would be, why do you want to start a podcast? And you can journal on this. You can maybe think it through. Whatever you find, it resonates better with you. Now, why do you want to start a podcast? You may respond, I want to start a podcast to have my voice heard. Okay, Why do you want to have your voice heard? And we're going to ask why about five times. Well, I want to have my voice heard so that my message gets received to the world. Okay. Well, why do you want to have your message received to the world? Because I want to make a difference in this world. Why do you want to make a difference in this world? Because I want to bring in more love and light to the universe. Okay, well, why do you want to create more love and light in the universe? Well, I want to do this so that I can leave the world in a better place. Wow. Do you see how deep that got? Do you see how it started from having your voice heard to leaving your mark, leaving your beautiful mark and legacy whenever you leave the world? That is just, it gives me goosebumps just saying, just thinking about it. And yours will be different. The reason why somebody starts a podcast will be different from your reason, but Find it within yourself. Find that deeper driven answer within yourself so that every single time that you don't feel like showing up for your podcast, you don't feel like recording, you don't feel like editing, you may not feel motivated to do anything for your podcast or let alone start, go back to your why. Remember your why and you'll be like, oh, that is why. I am doing all of this because sometimes it may not feel like it matters. Why do I have to edit this? Why do I have to make a make a caption? It all will matter because it is going to lead to your why, to your deeper why. 
The very, very last strategy that I have to increase your motivation levels is to develop a morning and night ritual. Now hear me out on this. Let me tell you that I feel a difference whenever I do not commit and I don't hold myself accountable to these rituals. I feel a tremendous difference. My day would look completely different if I stepped into my morning routines and if I didn't. It just would. It's a clear fact. And they do increase your motivation levels throughout the day. They have an impact on the rest of your day. Imagine just carving out an hour of your time or maybe even starting out with 30 minutes of your time in the morning and seeing the impact of it, seeing the positive results that that has over the rest of your day. It's just incredible. And then your nighttime routine kind of sets that up, sets the pace up for the next day as well. And it helps ground you, center you, and gets you off to a better sleep so that you can wake up the next day not feeling like you need another eight hours of sleep because you didn't get the good eight hours for the night or whatever, however many hours that you like to sleep for. So what I'm saying by this is that it does make an impact on your entire day, on your entire week, on your future. And this is what I was talking about before with having this intrinsic motivation is because I know for a fact, I know within me that if I complete my rituals, I will feel more aligned to myself. I nourish and it's just a time for nourishment for that that tending to my mind, body, and soul. I dedicate that time for myself. And it it goes without saying, love yourself first and then you can love others. It just impacts the whole rest of your day, the way that you show up in the world, the way that you communicate with others, you know, the way that you respond to different situations. And yes, your motivation levels, it will increase your motivation levels. And so... Like I said before, keep it simple. If you don't even have a morning or nighttime routine right now, I can bet you that that is false because your morning routine, it doesn't matter if it serves you or not. It's still a routine in itself if it becomes a pattern, a habit, a cycle of you doing the same things over and over and over again. So first figure out what you don't want to keep in your routines and replace them with something that you do want. Keep the ones that are already serving you that you already are aligned with and replace the ones that you don't. But here's the thing that I would mention too is that you don't want to just replace if there's like six things that you don't like or if there's five things you don't want to just replace them all out Because it's going to be hard to manage all of these new things that you are incorporating into your life. You want to start small. So maybe replace two and then as time goes on, 
replace the other one. You even have the option to just drop them out completely so that you're not adding anything to your life and it's not like you have to juggle all these things on your plate. You just skip them completely. That would be hard as well because you know, it's a habit. You're going to be inclined to do it. Let's say if you just go on your phone every morning, yes, you're going to just be inclined to just reach for that phone. But over time, the more that you don't reach for that phone, the more that you won't feel the need to do it anyway. Let me dive into that. What to do when you feel like your motivation levels have dropped? First of all, give yourself grace. We are human and Honestly, it happens. That's just a part of life, but it's just a matter of being willing to not let that affect your entire day, not letting that get to you and feel like, okay, that's just, I'm a failure now. I'm not going to do anything today. I'm just going to, I failed once, so I'm just going to fail again and, and again and again. No, let that be a sign for you to continue to strive for your best to just if you fall again get back get back up again and continue to move forward and be consistent with what you are doing don't let that veer off path just continue to veer off the wrong direction and continue and continue you have the driver's seat you can bring yourself back and maybe even have a little mantra for yourself of whenever you do slip off the tracks and you know maybe it can be I forgive you I love you I accept you any of that you can research them on Pinterest to really get you inspired so that you give yourself grace and it's just a continuous practice of self-compassion, self-forgiveness, all of it. So before we go, I wanted to say one thing about just a little tip. And if you haven't heard of her before, she is an author and a motivational speaker, Mel Robbins. She actually has a book and I think it's called The Five Habits of Success. If that's not correct, I will definitely mention it in the description notes. But she has had this method. And I remember her explaining it. I listened to a podcast one day and she explained it on a different podcast saying that she was watching this commercial or something on TV and it was a rocket blasting up into the air and she just had this download come within her and she just was like oh my gosh she had just this big huge insight and breakthrough come from within her and she was like oh my gosh I have the perfect tool that I'm going to use in my own life and just see what happens. See how my day goes. And she came up with this method called the 54321 method. She basically did this anytime that she felt like her motivation levels were really low and she didn't feel like doing anything. But as she counted herself down, it's almost like a little prep, a little getting ready stage to just 
do the action. It kind of pushes you and forces you to get up. So she did this every single time that she laid in bed and it was warm. It was cozy. She was all tucked in. She didn't really want to get out into the cold and start her day. She did this every single day. She just counted herself down five, four, three, two, one, and boom, she took off the covers, she got out of her bed, she took, she got her slippers on, she made her coffee, she got moving. Because here's the thing, the, sometimes the hardest part is starting. Um, Just like, I think she did this with her runs too before she ran. She counted herself down between those breaks and then just went for it. And I used that too whenever me and Cooper did our runs back in New Orleans during COVID. I did that method and it made starting again easier. And you can use this really with anything, anything that you are wanting to do, anything that you are wanting action towards, you can do this for anything, getting dressed, um, starting to write that book, starting to create your channel content or podcast content, starting to go for a bike ride or put on those rollerblades, whatever that you want to do, you can use that technique. But it just goes to say that something as so simple as that, that drastically improved her quality of life. And so she started sharing this and it's just, it's something about the countdown that makes your brain go, oh, it just kind of sparks a little fire in your belly, a little, it's almost like turning on the lights again. And it just, it's like an automatic response of you just going for it. So I highly suggest trying this out and definitely comment below and comment on this episode how this went for you. Try it for a few days, try it for a week, whatever that you want to do. And also I recommend finding your deeper why, especially for the things that you find it hard to be motivated for. Find those deeper driven whys and then journal on them. Journal them out until you finally figured it out. You finally figured your inner why and you can also ask yourself why more than five times if you feel like it's not deep enough. I hope that this motivated you but thank y'all so much for listening. I will see y'all on the next one. Bye! Thank y'all so much for listening. I am just so blessed and grateful for y'all's support. And if you haven't gotten the chance, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends and family. Also, check out my YouTube channel, Blissfully Bloom. It's all about self-growth, self-love, and self-healing. I will see y'all in the next episode. Bye!